All right, good morning, Bashis Rabbi Krohn. So we are on Lamed Zion Ahmed Aleph. We are, um, we're really like by the bottom line where it says Ula Rabbi Meir, the Omer Lauke Amashalim. So, um, so just to remind ourselves where we were yesterday. So we ended off is we quoted from our Mishnah, where our Mishnah uses the the words. Um, Anoshi Anesh, and the, the what we what was learned from Anoshi Anesh was again the concept of you get you get penalized one time and not two times. So, for example, if you have the death penalty and a monetary penalty, you would only get potentially the death penalty. So we had a question about that because up to this point we were using the pasuk that said um, Kidei Rishaso. Right, you, you, that you um, you penalize him according to his risha, so to which which was learned the was learned out to be for a single thing and not double things. So again, we have two different sukkim that are both essentially teaching the same thing. So the question was, why do we have both of them? So we we derive from there that, that you know, although you have both of them, they both are actually teaching slightly different things. One of them is when you're dealing with a situation of your chayev misa death and a penalty, and the other is when you're chayev malchus, you know, getting whipped and a penalty. And we said you need both because if you had thought if you only had one, if you only had the the misa one, you would think maybe it didn't apply to the malchus one. If you only had the malchus one, you would think it only applied to the misa one. So that's where we ended off yesterday. So now, between now and the next Mishnah, which is on the next daf, it's going to do more of the same, where it's going to come up with um, additional discussions about, I have the, why do I need these two psukim to essentially teach me the same thing? And in most cases, it's, also, it's, it's similarly about um, this whole double penalty thing, about it, that if you're high of for money or whipping or, or money and, and misa, or other things, you have two psukim, why do you need the two psukim? And in all cases, what it's generally going to do is say, well, they're slightly different, and if you only had A, you didn't have B, you wouldn't know B. If you only had B, you know A, you wouldn't know A. So starting from the very bottom of Lamed Zayinam and Aleph, Ula Rabbi Meir. So like I said, like we just mentioned, that yesterday we started with the this, these two psukim, the two psukim, are the Anoshia Nesh Pasuk and the Kadei Rishasel Pasuk. And we said that one applied to when there was death penalty and Malka, death penalty and, and money, and the other was when there was Malkus and money. So now we're going to ask about Rabbi Meir. Ula Rabbi Meir, the Omer Lokal Mashalim. So Rabbi Meir, um, if, you, if you may remember, we learned this probably about a month ago, Rabbi Meir said that um, when there is Malkus, when there is whipping, you could have a situation where there is both, where you have both malchus and money, as opposed to the death penalty, where you don't have both things. So according to him, you know, we just said that the reason you have both psukim is because one is teaching malchus and money, and one is teaching death penalty and money. So if he doesn't need, if he, he allows malchus and money, why, according to him, would we need to psuk, both psukim? I, I don't. I don't remember you offhand. You have to go back. You have to. You have to remind. We wind to a month or so ago. Um, 
So why do we need both? Um, so he would say, Chada b'misa umamon. One teaches about when you have the death penalty and you have you owe money. Talking to switching to the next page to the top of Daf Beis. Chada b'misa umalkas. One is where you're chayev um, for death penalty as well as for malkas. So unlike so it's different, right? So it's not it's not. Um, so the the first case was. Mamon and Misa, and second case was Mamon Umalkas. His two cases are um, Mamon Umisa, money and death penalty, and the other one is Malkas and Misa. Um, and he, it's Rechad, you need both. The Ashmina, Misa, Umamon, that if you only had the Pasuk that talks about death penalty and paying money, you might say, Mishum Dechadah Begufa, Dechadah Mamon, Avidna. I might think that. The that the only re- the reason that this is different is because you don't you don't um, apply one punishment that's a physical punishment meaning to the person's body in other words death penalty and one is more of a monetary punishment these are two different aspects so you wouldn't punish the guy in two ways one physically and one monetarily aval the misa because when it's a case of someone who gets who's supposed to get death penalty and lashes. The edv edv gufe. Both of these things are physical. They're both to his body. Ema misarichtahu. You might say, you know what? There's just all at the end of the day. It's just one long death. And therefore, this is what you do: give him malchus and then kill him. Um, so if you didn't have that, both took him. You might think in, you might think in that direction. The iashbina misa malchus. And if you only knew about misa or malchus, about the death penalty and whipping scenario. The tarte begufe lovino, and you might say that that applies where both of them are. Um, you don't, you, in other words, you don't do two two punishments against a single person's body. Avo misa umamon when someone is chay of misa and the 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 monetary payment the chada begufa the chada where you're giving one thing against his body and one thing against his his finances. maybe you would allow it. Therefore tzricha. Therefore, you both of these psukim are necessary. One teaches one way, and without it, you might. If you didn't have one, you would think, oh, you know, you would think, okay, I understand it. One way you would say, I understand it because both of these are body impacts. Yeah. So you're not going to do two body impacts, but one money, one money impact, and one body impact, fine. The other way you might say, you know, one, you know, I understand that when one's a body and one's a money, but when you're doing two things against the body, you don't do it. So therefore, you have two psukim to teach that. You don't get the double penalty in either direction. Which, which teaches which thing? We're talking about today. We the two are one is Anoshi Anesh, and one Anoshi Anesh is teaching. Anoshi um, Anesh is teaching about Misa and Mamon. And the other one, which is Kaderi Shaso, is teaching about Miso Malkus. Okay. Um, continuing, there's another pasuk that says Lo Tichu Kofer Lenefesh Rotseach, right? Which literally means um, you should not take atonement money for the life of a murderer. And what you might think that that's teaching us is again, you don't have a monetary penalty when somebody is going to die. So um, you might think, again, that this is a double instance of the Pasuk, right? So it's another Pasuk that's teaching the same thing. The Gemara answer is not quite. The Amar Rahmana, what this Pasuk is really teaching us is, Lo tishka mamona mimei v'tifatri mikachla. 
Don't let the guy pay money in order to get out of the execution. So it's not quite the same as saying, in lieu of death, he, he, you know, he, he had two things and we're only giving him one thing. We're saying the guy is sentenced to death and he's going to say, you know what, instead of killing me, I'll pay you $12 million. Um, you don't allow that. Um, and in a similar pasuk, we know that when someone kills someone by accident, by shogig, there's the concept that they have to they have to go into galos, they have to go to the ir miklat. So by that scenario, it says similar pasuk You might think that this what this is referring to is someone who um, someone who has to go to the ir miklat and has another has a monetary um, punishment that it would apply to both things. In other words, it's a double. And it's saying no, it's not the same thing. What this is saying. Similarly, the guy shouldn't be able to say, you know what? I know I was I'm supposed to go run to Galos, but I'll you know I'll, I'll again I'll pay twelve billion dollars and I have to go to Galos. Utre Why do you need both of these? They both seem to be saying fundamentally the same thing, right? That you can't pay your way out, right? We know I get it. One is about one thing, one is about the other thing, but they're saying the same thing. Our answer is Chad Bishogeg, the Chag Bemazid. One is talks about when you kill Bishogeg, and one talks about when you kill Bemazid. You know, we know Shogeg applies to Ir Miklat, and Mazid is where you would get the death penalty. So you need both of them. Why? You need both of them. Di Ashbin on Mazid, if we only learned about the one that had to do with Mazid, a deliberate killing, Mishum de Chami Ursure, you might say, you know what? It's much more serious. You know, actually. He's high of Misa, so therefore you wouldn't be you you know you shouldn't you should not be allowed to get out of it. Aval Shogeg, when it comes to someone who killed unintentionally, the Lochami Isure, it's not as terrible an infraction because he didn't do it intentionally. Amalo, you might think that the, the, the that you would be allowed to buy your way out of it. So that is why that you need both of them in that direction. The Ashmin on Shogeg, and if you only had the Pasek that taught you Shogeg. Deleka ibn Nishama, Mishum because he um, th- there is no when it comes to shogeg he he's not going to lose his life as a result right he has to just run to the ir miklat so maybe that's different avamezid where the person's about to lose his life he's going to get executed the ika ibn Nishama, where he would lose his life as a result a malo you would say that maybe the you would be allowed to to pay to not not get killed, and maybe it's maybe you might say that maybe the actual you know um, maybe it's we would allow it because we should go out of our way to save a person from getting killed. Therefore, it's really you need both psukim. One is teaching that you can't buy your way out of the irmiklat, and one is teaching that you can't buy your way out of the execution. Um, next possible. These are all these are all cousins of the same thing. Like, like I said, between now and the Mishnah, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing. We're going to be saying we have this other pasuk that's teaching us this other thing that seems to be the same as what we've already learned. Why do we need both? Examples of that to say that the Torah, the Torah does this all the time, right? It's exactly exactly. I mean, they're all different, and they're all for different purposes. And we're going to challenge some of the answers. But between now and the Mishnah, that's this is what we're going to be doing. So okay, next. So this pasuk um, talks. This pasuk comes um, comes comes after the you know almost immediately after the two pesukim we just mentioned, 
and it says that uh, um, the, literally it means the land will not have atonement for the blood spilled in it except through the blood of one who spilled it. Meaning, um, you might think that what this is saying is that the only, only thing that should happen to someone who murders is that they should be killed. You know, they, their blood should be shed. Um, so maybe, again, this is another example of saying that this is one thing. You know, the only thing that should happen is the person should be executed. Um, the Gemara answers you by the Gatanya. Um, we learned we the, we needed for something that we learned in a brisa. We learned minayin sheimnis arfa egla v'archakach nimsa hahorek. This talks about egla arufa. Egla arufa is we have a situation where it's in Eretz Yisrael and a person is found murdered somewhere in a city or outside of a city in Eretz Yisrael, and they, and they what they have to do is the elders of the town, um, and it's between two cities. Let's say the elders of the town who is closest to it have to come and do a whole ceremony to basically say um, we weren't responsible and part of the process is they have to take an egla which is you know which is the animal and they have to decapitate it um, and that's part of the process and um, so we learned that if they decapitated the calf the egla the and then an hour later they find the guy they find the murderer so you might think that okay we went through the ceremony we know the the whole point of the ceremony is like the psukim in the ceremony imply that once you do this egla arufa um you know all is okay um so maybe you might think all right we did the egla arufa we already killed the cow so we shouldn't have we shouldn't do anything to the guy so how do we know that the guy doesn't get off the pasuk says the same pasuk, right? That the land is not going to atone for the blood. No, the only way that um, that that at the end of the day, even though we've killed, we've we've decapitated this calf, the the guy is still going to be subject to the death penalty or whatever the penalty is going to be as a result of him being the murderer. That pasuk proves that he doesn't get off. That pasuk is, is proving that, that that so he's saying what you know it's saying why do we need this pasuk and it's saying the reason we need this pasuk is to say in the case of egla arufa where you've already um, decapitated the calf you still need to go fall, go through with the punishment for the murderer himself. The land doesn't atone for the decapitation. The only way, so in other words, the pasuk is saying the only way there's going to be justice is with the with the execution of literally what it means is. The lamb will not have atonement except for the blood of the blood of the blood of the person who spilled blood. So the guy still has to this guy still has to die. Even though you might think you might have thought Egla Arufa, you go through this process. Because until you go through this process, the elders of the town are held liable for this murder. And when they go through the process, it's like you know, kind of sets them free, quote unquote, right? So you might think this is setting him free as well. Even though the elders really didn't do anything, no one's suspecting of them, but they kind of are the representatives to say, you know, whatever they did. Um, so the Gemara um, challenges. So why do I need this pasuk of because this pasuk is at the end of the Egla Arufa ceremony. It says, and the land will not have atonement through the blood is built in it. So that, that, that basically teaches um, that teaches just like we said that when they do the Egla Arufa then, you know, it, it kind of ends the process and, you know, all all is quote unquote forgiven, even though it's not. So Gemara it's been violated Tanya. Again, we have a different brace. So what does the brace teach us? Minayin le mumsim How do we know 
that those who are chayev to be executed by the court with hereg, you know, there's four ways that the court executes. One of the ways, hereg, which is um, death by the sword. So how do I know that when the death by the sword, shahuminat savar, that the way it's done is they, you know, slice him across the neck. In other words, they don't stab him, they don't, you know, you know, shove it into his stomach or don't shove it into his heart, but they use the sword against his neck. So how do I know that you do it from the tzavar, from the neck? This Pasuk. This Pasuk teaches us that you do it that way. So it compares the, um, the, the person who was the murderer to the Egla Arufa, to the calf himself that was, that was decapitated to teach. What does it teach us? Just like the Egla Arufa, what they do is they take an axe and they basically cut his head off. Um, so too, when they do, when they do, um, when they do Hereg in court, what they do is they take us, they take a sword and they, you know, chop him across the neck. Um, the Gemara then asks, But there's a difference between what you do by a calf and what you do by Hereg. By a calf, what do you do? You calf, you basically take an axe and you go behind, you go you know, over his head and you kind of chop his head off, right? When it comes to a, um, when it comes to Hereg in court, they cut this way, like they cut like this way, right? So the cow, they cut this way. You know, for those on the recording, I'm going through the back, right? So they go to behind the head and they cut his head off. When they do Herrig in court, they cut like over by the windpipe, like they slice him over this way. So why do they do, why do they do it the same same way? Amr of Nachman, Amr of Barabua, Amr Kra, the Pasuk says, that you shall love your fellow like yourself. Why? Even though you're going to kill him, choose from a favorable death. That when you kill somebody this way, you know, they'll die much more, much more quickly, I guess, might be a second quicker, but whatever it is, than if you cut him this way, because it severs like his windpipe and all that other stuff. So that's why you would do it that differently. Okay, continuing. So why do I need the Pasuk of Kol Cherem, which teaches us that um, any, any person that's been subject to death shall be put to death. So you might learn, again, you know, why do I need that Pasuk? Right? What is that teaching me differently? Is it teaching me, again, that you're not allowed to redeem the guy with money, that your only, only way out for him is through death penalty? Um, again, all these things have a brace that, that it's, they're, they're coming to work with. How do we know that someone who is subject to death, he's been subject to the death penalty, he's what you call dead man walking, right? The Amar Echad, someone sees him and they say, Erko Alai. So there's a concept of Erechin, which is everyone has a monetary value. So in the Torah, there's a period, there's a section of the Torah that says, what's called Erechlin, what everybody is quote-unquote worth. So if you, depending upon your gender and your age, there's a monetary value assigned to you. So, so the person says, um, someone sees someone going out, the and he says, and he says, his value is on me, meaning I am going to, I am a chai of myself, I'm requiring myself to give, to donate to the Beis HaMikdash, his value. How do I know that that's a meaningless this, um, declaration, right? That maybe it means that the guy, you know, he's, like we said, he's about to die. He's not worth anything. How do I know? 
anyone who is cheirem among the among those who are so the way it's interpreting the words kol cheirem asheyacharam anyone who concentrates among yacharam someone who's been condemned condemned shall not be redeemed so you might think that that means that the guy's not worth anything and therefore um, the pasuk so you might think that that's worth something and the pasuk is teaching us in this view that the guy's life is worthless so therefore that statement doesn't mean anything okay, and you might think, what, you know, does this only apply to this guy? Maybe it applies to everyone who's on death row, right? And so here we talked about someone who's literally being walked to execution. He's already been sentenced. Now you're talking about, you know, there might be 10 people waiting for judgment. So you might say, does that apply to only him or does that apply to everybody? Um, um, it says, from the people, meaning it, it, it kind of limits it with the word min. Lo kol ha'adam. So we learn from this mina adam that it only would apply in an instance of a, someone who's already been sentenced to death. The people who are not sentenced to death, if I make it, if I if you say according to this view, yeah. it it would still work. Would have, that would have some monetary. It would have monetary value. The guy in death row, so to speak. He's already, you know, he's dead for all intents and purposes. According to this view. According to this view. The Gemara doesn't like that. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't necessarily like that. But Rabbi Chidir Menachavi, he holds differently. The Amar Nerach, he has to pay the value. Because it says in the Torah, if a person is between X and Y years old and is a male or a female, whatever it is, they're worth this amount of money. Right? It doesn't qualify. It's, it's fixed. Um, high. Um, so it doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't say if a person is tall or short, a person is, you know, um, strong or weak. It says that that's what you're worth. So even though the person is about to die, he still has that, that worth associated to him, according to him. So what would Hai Kocherema Avile, what does he do with this Pasuk, right? How does he use this extra Pasuk? He uses a brace. said that Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshbel, Rabbi Yochanan and Broka Amar, those who are high of misa shamayim. So you know there are certain executions that you get through the court, and there are certain executions that are only that only come shamayim. Um, so In those instances, you are there is a the pasuk, there is a pasuk that says that you're allowed to um, that you're allowed and probably encouraged. To make a monetary restitution and not be chayav misa bideshamayim, shenosim mama mescharpelahem that they can pay money and they get kapara, because um, it says shenemar im kofar yushas olav. There's specifically a pasuk that says um, this talks about when someone has an ox and the ox is what's known as a muad, meaning they've already gored multiple times, um, and now they're they've gored again and they killed a person and that person is chayav misa bideshamayim for doing that. Um, and it says that he can make a he can make a payment of whatever is assessed on him in lieu, and that gives him kapara from getting misa bideshamayim. You might think yachal afi de adam kein. You might think you know what if I can do it by misa bideshamayim, why can't I do the same thing when it comes to the court execution? Tamilomar, we learn chera mina adam lo yifta. Cherem, a condemned one, Minha Adam, specifically when it's being done, it's the way it's learning this is Minha Adam. If the person is going to die, Minha Adam from another person, Lo Yifta, he cannot be redeemed. Um, now, I might think that this is okay when it comes to a, um, a Misa 
there are certain mitos that there is no if you do whether you do it by own it or you do it by shogeg or not there's no way out so for example um someone who um who kidnaps somebody or someone who wounds their father right they're high of misa and there's no concept of um, if they did that by accident, there's a way out of it, right? There, they, you know, they, they, there is no kapara defined for them. Um, but there's also misa kala shenita kapara. There are things that if you do by shogeg, there's a way out of it. So, for example, you could bring if you, you know if you're mechal shabbos by shogeg, you could bring a chatas. Or if you kill someone by accident, you um, go to your miklat. Minai, um, and how do I know that it applies both to those that have a um, a kapara, you know, a, a shoge kapara, and those that don't? Minai, how do I know? It says tamalomer kol cherem. Anybody, regardless of which type of um, which type of um, death penalty you're subject to, there's there's no way out in either way. Um, shouldn't you learn this from the Pasuk of Lo Tichlu Kofer? You cannot take atonement for the life of the murderer. This is what we learned earlier. Velo Tishkal Mamonim Imane Vatifere. So, and, and that we learned earlier means you can't take money to get out of the death penalty. Kol Cheirem Lamle. So why do I need Kol Cheirem? Why do I need that other Pasuk? Amarami Barabcham. Amarami Barchama. Istrich, why? I might have thought to say, going to the to Lamed class on the top. Hani Mile, talking about Hecha Dehargo Derech Aliyah. We learned a little bit of this, I think, last week, that when you are, um, if someone is like swinging an axe, right, if they're on the upward motion, they're on the downward motion. So if someone who is on the downward motion is the type of person who goes to Ir Miklat, someone who's on the upward motion is someone who doesn't go to Ir Miklat. Um, that if you're going on the upward motion, that if you kill them unintentionally, there is no kapara. But if someone who's swinging downward, that you would think that, that they do go to your miklat, they do have a way out of it. You might think that in that case, in one of the, either one of these two cases, you're allowed to get your way out of money. Kamash Milan, we learn from this that regardless of whether it's an upward blow or a downward blow, um, there is no um, payment to take you out of it. Whether that would result in the you know the the shogeg where you can go to your miklat or whether it would not. So with this, we'll pause. We'll pick up again Mitzvah Shem next week. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.